A different reason to raise bulls and market seed stock, we head to higher elevations under some of the most rigorous conditions. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the Keller Broken Heart Ranch, Pharmatan and Imogene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. On today's episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show, we've got a number of sale reports from both sales across the country. We head to Lucky 7 Angus, higher elevations, a different way of marketing cattle. Here we go. On to our sale reports. Could you all imagine if I was actually able to have every darn production sale from week to week? I mean, what would you think from last week till now? What would that be? A hundred production sales in the country at this time of year? Would it be more on this? Here's what we got. Uh, Carmichael Herefords is where I'm going to start their 54th annual production sale, February 18th in Meadow, South Dakota. Another real good sale. 19 yearling bulls averaging 74.21, 50 coming two-year-old bulls averaging just a tick under 7,100. On to Gordon, Nebraska, Krebs Ranch, 43rd annual production sale, 17 fall Angus bulls coming in at 9,088 for their average 225 yearling Angus bulls at 83.25. Jansen Angus out of Iowa, their average 81.02, their production sale about a week ago, Saturday, February 18th. On to the San Antonio Livestock Show, all breeds, bull, and commercial female sale. I want to tell you about the commercial females. Uh, 225 open commercial females at the San Antonio Livestock Show, all breeds bull and commercial female sale. The opens coming in at 23.48 is the average. 92 commercial bred heifers, their average 25.48, 135 commercial pairs. Are you ready for this? 33.89. Now, if that isn't telling you there's confidence in this cattle deal, I don't know what does. Emory, South Dakota for the 42nd annual Werning Cattle Company production sale. 150 total bulls. Either These are semi-bulls. These are two-year-old semi-bulls. These are Angus bulls, red Angus bulls. 150 total coming in at 93.21 and then 105 bred heifers. I mean, this is just a wing-dinger of a sale. Uh, p- powerful is an understatement. 93.91. Copel's B&B Angus sale, 199 bulls came in with an average of 85.47. Great for the Dante South Dakota Angus outfit. Kenner Semitals from Leeds, North Dakota, 27th annual production sale, a huge success. 102 bulls averaged 63.33. 69 bred heifers averaged 33.15. And then we're going to wrap up with Schiefelbein Farms in Kimball, Minnesota. 301 Angus yearling bulls. They came in at just a tick over 9,000 for their average, 9,054. 36 aged Angus bulls with an average of exactly 11,000. 48 semi-Angus bulls coming in with an average of 7,109. And then 52 Angus bred heifers. Again, the bred heifers on fire at 63.89. Now, if there are production sales, and I know there are, across the country that you want me to report on. Maybe it is your production sale. I'd be more than happy to give a sale report. Just drop me a line 
at 707-726-2420. You can text me at that number, 707-RANCH20. You can call and leave me a voicemail at that number. You can fire me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. We are all over social media at Ranch It Up Show. Be more than happy to help you all out. Up next, a different way of marketing bulls, a different reason for raising bulls. We head to higher elevations and the home of Lucky 7 Angus. Stick around. We've got more of the Ranch It Up Radio show right after this. Livestockmarket.com is the go-to online marketplace for livestock, horses, hay, and straw. Sales manager Mark Vanzi tells us how easy it is to use. Cattleman can take photographs, videotape his own calves. He can upload them directly to the site. He can sell them private treaty. He can sell them on the online auction. The biggest principle behind the whole livestockmarket.com concept is producer has complete control. The online platform that works without all the restrictions. Livestockmarket.com on Facebook, too. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Stop by your local sale barn or livestock center and grab the latest issue of the Tri-State Livestock News. From the latest cattle market reports to various news stories within the ag industry, the Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. You can also check us out at tsln.com. And for those of you that might be interested in subscriptions or advertising, please give me a call, Tracy Hawk, at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. We are a Westway Feed family of nearly 300 people working together to deliver over 2 million tons of product to our customers annually. We are Westway, uh, together as a team. We're working together to do great things to feed the people of this country. At Westway, yes, it's about our feed, but it starts with passion. The Ranch It Up Radio Show, as much information as we can pack into a 30-minute program as possible. Now let's talk just a tick differently than we have before. And if you recall, last fall we talked with Jim Jensen with Lucky 7 Angus out in Boulder and Riverton, Wyoming. Jim and his family, they got into the registered Angus business and raising bulls out of necessity. An interesting story. Jim, great to have you back on the show. Take us back in history just a little bit, will you please? Well, to, to kind of give the recap, first of all, we got into the uh, bull business simply because we live in one of the toughest places on earth. And when we would buy bulls, they could not hold up. We started getting in the bull business kind of out of necessity. And after we got in the bull business, we decided that we would run our commer- our registered cattle tougher than any of the commercial guys. And, and remember, we're running in one of the toughest climates on earth anyway. Because you're at, you're at what about after, 10, are you at 10,000 feet? Sorry to jump in there, Jim, but is that where you're at, some of the cattle are? We're in Boulder, Wyoming. Some of the cattle run above 10,000 feet, but they've got record that it's the coldest place in the United States as far as average daily temperature as well. And so we're in the mountains, and, and we're kind of in the real deal. Um, but we don't have really good grass. We're in the high desert, so <laughs> we don't get that much moisture either. So we don't have really good grass country. The cattle got to graze at a pretty good, pretty good click to stay alive. When you decided to get into the bull business, one of the criterias was that uh, the registered herd or your registered herd was going to be, uh, you know, put to the test. In other words, uh, it was going to be ran harder than most commercial herds are ran. That was our goal, and we we said absolutely that was what we were going to do. And so that's what we did, and that's why people started liking our bulls because they never fell apart. They started holding up, doing what they were supposed to do. 
Jim, we were talking off air, and you said one of your long-term customers, about 15 years or something, you and him were having a really, really, really interesting conversation about how your bulls were being used in his program. So he, he gave me a call, and, and he said, I don't have to start my tractors in December to start feeding. I can start them in February now. He says, and what you've done to our program, we used to run 1,200 mama cows, and now we run 1,800. He said, you have changed our entire ranch. Um, so before we even started getting into feed efficiency, just creating these cattle in the toughest environment in the world, we eliminated all the inefficient cattle. And so we created feed efficiency before anybody knew what feed efficiency was. Um, and then after we found that out, we decided to go ahead and do the scientific testing measurements. And uh, we got a grow safe system and we've concentrated on not only eliminating the inefficient animals, but now we are locating and propagating the very efficient animals. And uh, and I think we easily do that better than probably anybody that's ever ran cattle as far as how we test. Uh, I mean, we take it serious. We really work hard at this feed efficiency thing, and, and it's came a long ways. And this is where it really comes full circle is because we've uh, we visited with uh, our, uh, our partners from Vitelli a number of times, and I think sometimes we have a little uh, a, a little tough time making the correlation between some of these extreme genetic and scientific methods, right? And how that is going to, and how that correlates in helping me as a, as a commercial producer. But therein lies exactly what we're trying to do is, is uh, you doing that feed efficiency and actually quantifying and genetically and scientifically analyzing which cattle are more feed efficient, period, bar none. And then being able, like you said, to propagate those genetics a.k.a. being them offered in your uh, in your production sale and then getting the right combination of those bulls and genetics that work in my outfit. And so the hardest part we have for people when we get into feed efficiency is they all think if people don't feed as much as they do today, the cattle aren't going to perform. And that's absolutely true. You cannot starve the profit out of a cow. But what's that, what else is absolutely 100% accurate is the, the hog the chicken and the dairy industry have completely and totally perfected feed efficiency to the extent that the chickens now convert at 1.7 to 1 where they used to be in the high twos. Hogs convert in the low threes now where they used to be in the fours or fives. They have created animals that are 35 to 45 percent more feed efficient. Um, And it would be ludicrous to think that we could not do the same thing in the beef cattle industry. And so what Lucky 7 Angus has done for the past 35 years is little by little, bit by bit, scientifically tested and proven that these animals can be more feed efficient. And so what does that mean to the producer? Well, we just talked about having one of the toughest ones we've had since the 80s. And our cattle are eating 38% less than what industry standards are. And that's not guessed. That's measured because every ounce that we feed is, is weighed. We know exactly what they're eating, and that's not even including some of the coldness. They would eat more on a, on a normal basis just because of the cold. I figured it up. That's a dollar thirty-four ahead in today's prices, or two hundred and fifteen dollars savings that we're going to have over the rest of the world this year. It's real, and it's happening every time we turn around now. So uh, we pretty well got this thing kind of figured out by now. So when we uh, when we get our sale book or if we're looking online at the sale book and we're starting to, to study some of the data in there, 
Will you explain, or do you have an explanation in your catalog that goes through feed efficiency and how we read some of those numbers? Because, boy, howdy, I mean, there is numbers, 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 numbers. There's all kind of information. I love it myself, but most people it can drive them crazy. So do you kind of break that down, give a little key of how we use that, those feed efficient numbers and how I can apply them on my outfit? Yeah, and, and we do have a little breakdown on in the catalog on how to do it. But... I can tell you understanding feed efficiency and how all the system work is it's just almost impossible. It's taken us years to figure that out. And so I can always ask, what's the number we're looking at? Well, we can look at RFI, which is residual feed intake. That'll tell you how much less they versus what you're expected. But it gets way deeper than that because there's ways these animals can cheat the system. You got to study what ones can cheat the system. Do you want to go off RFI or do you want to go off average daily gain or do you want to go off of feed conversion? We have a combination figured out that is getting very, very accurate in predicting these. But I cannot just explain it to everybody. It's really hard to understand. So we we give some data in the program or in our catalog. And then we also have a self-evaluation, which goes through the four legs of the pedigree. I call them the four legs. So you got your your sire, sire's mom, uh, and and uh, dam and then uh, the dam's mom and dad so those are your four legs of the side and we go through the uh, pedigrees to how efficient those animals were and then we use some individual data as well and by doing that we can give you a number that we feel in our hearts that's more accurate because if you understand and look at this feed efficiency has not been around very long and there's very few people that do it or even understand it Um, we've been doing it longer enough now we have six, seven, eight generations of feed-efficient genetics in these cattle. But to just to explain it to the next guy is almost impossible. So we help a little bit out by telling what numbers they are. I mean, every animal in our herd is probably in the top 15% of the whole entire world is feed, as far as feed efficiency. But we can give you a little bit of understanding which ones are the better ones and which ones are the worst ones inside of our herd. Lucky 7 Angus developed, or we came up with a four-year guarantee. Um, basically, what we're saying is that bulls should should be able to last four years and, and you ought to be able to go out there and put together your calculations according to having the bull last four years and getting 100 calves. So we plug that out there and basically what it says is you're going to get 100 head of calves out of these bulls. They're going to last four years or we're going to get your money back on a replacement bulls. Becoming more popular, of course, uh, depending upon where you're at in elevation, but more guys are asking for it. Tell me what the PAP test is and uh, how we're using it? Well, um, being at the high elevations that we are, we always had a problem called um, brisket disease, which were cattle at high elevations that their heart basically goes out on them. So we ended up getting into PAP testing, which is pulmonary arterial pressure testing. So what we can do, in essence, is we can uh, test these animals to see which one of them we're going to create a heart problem at these high elevations where there's a lack of oxygen. Um, the importance of the PAP testing is not just for our high elevation breeders, but what it's created is it's created animals that are much healthier than normal animals. Um, our cattle absolutely has less sickness, less death loss. We're finding out because of the feed efficiency and because of the high elevation PAP testing, our cattle are living longer, they're healthier, and they eat less feed, and, and it's just a win-win for everybody that's using them. Jim Jensen with Lucky 7 Angus. Great to have you back on the show. Jim's story is 
so very unique, and it's really kind of hard to capture all of the components in just a short interview. So on their website, Lucky7Angus.com, is a video that was produced by American Rancher that can really help add more details about their program. Now, on to the bull sale information. Want to know more about that four-year guarantee, PAP testing we talked about, feed efficiency that we hone in on all the time? Well, you just head to Lucky7Angus.com. View their sale book and information about the bulls. You can bid and buy online at SuperiorLivestock.com. And the sale will be broadcast on SALTV Dish Network Channel 997. The sale, Saturday, March 4th at the Riverton Livestock Auction in Riverton, Wyoming, selling 356 rugged high country range bulls, 265 two-year-olds, 39 18-month-old bulls, and 52 yearlings. Lucky 7 Angus. Now, crew, let's talk about these expensive feeder cattle, shall we? Prices just climbing, climbing. Kirk is on hold. The numbers are up, and the Ranch It Up Radio Show will be back right after this. Neogen, the partner you need. We are very deep with providing genomic testing to all facets of production. We are very involved in biosecurity and animal safety. Again, all along the chain, and we can add value there. So if you have questions or concerns, contact your animal health distributor. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Some of our best products and improvements come from producers. And if they've got an idea on maybe how we can help, we'd like to hear what they have to say. Neogen the partner you now have. Can I interest you in live calves this winter and spring? How about getting rid of scours? I've talked about Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients before, and I'm bringing it up now because your cows need to have Pharmatan in their system 90 days pre-calving to help eliminate scours. Pharmatan is now on my team of experts, so if you need some more information or have questions, just get a hold of me. You can head online to PharmatanUSA.com. You can look up Pharmatan on Facebook and Imogene Ingredients or call 515-745-1639. The Keller Broken Heart Ranch invites you to come see high-performing Simmental and Simangus Genetics Thursday, March 2nd, 1 p.m. at the ranch south of Mandan, North Dakota. Selling 120 of the industry's highest-performing and profitable Simmental and Simangus bulls with volume discounts, along with 80 outstanding replacement heifers. View the catalog and videos online at kbhrsimmental.com. Can't make the sale? No problem. We're broadcasting live at dvauction.com. It's valuable genetics worth waiting for, and we'll see you March 2nd, 1 p.m. Central Time at the Keller Broken Heart Ranch. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us for the Ranch It Up radio show. As I said, Kirk Donsbach on hold, waiting for his time. Kirk, I want to talk feeder cattle. Well, I'm going to let you go through all the numbers, but of course you know I'm going to pin you down on the feeder cattle deal because as you and I were talking off air, I tell you what, prices are really getting attractive. Bull sales are going very, very well. Feeder cattle are selling very, very well. So I tell you what, uh, now is the time when people really need to know, are you or aren't you making money? And if you are making money, congratulations. And how much is the big question? Well, let's talk about feeder cattle then, Tigger. As of Friday, February 17th, March feeder futures closed at 186.52 and a half. That's up 12 and a half cents on the week with the CME feeder index at 182.63, down 46 cents on the week. So that cash actually trended lower a little bit on a true 800 pounder. That leaves our basis at a negative $3.89.5. Your listeners may be wondering, because obviously we've all seen the super high prices, mm-hmm. so what's the difference? Because 186 obviously solid, but not nothing to jump up and down about. The difference is the promise of the future 
on these lighter calves that are going to go to grass and be sold this fall versus the true 800 pounder today that's going on feeding, being fed this expensive corn. So definitely have to kind of pay attention to what market they're selling into. And also at the back of your mind, you need to remember that grass fever is not uncommon. A lot of time the spring market does go crazy. It doesn't necessarily reflect what will be happening in the fall. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Moving on to live cattle, April live futures closed at 164.70, up 67.5 cents on the week, with our cash trading 160 to 161 all week, and then closing the Friday at 162 to 63. That leaves our five area weighted average up $1.73 at 160.71. Our basis is negative $2.69 versus February, so futures are a little bit long in the tooth over cash there. Our weekly slaughter number was 627,000. This is the concerning number of the report. That's 43,000 less than last year. So we are getting higher prices, but it's coming on lower volume. Choice boxes closed the week 28104. That's up $11.38. So even with the higher cash prices, the estimated packer margins are still close to $100 ahead. The readers need to pay attention to this 280 box price. This is the level where we struggled last time we got this high about a month ago. In conclusion, March corn closed the week at $6.77 and three quarters. That's down three cents on the week. Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com. Coming up this Wednesday, March 1st, we have an all-class cattle and hay online auction. Bidding opens at just $100 a head on the breadstock, a dollar a pound on the calves, and a dollar a bale on the hay. No reserves, all lots sell. 68 head of bread cows and stocker calves, over 3,900 hay. Featured lots include 15 fancy Charlet Red Angus bred cows, their spring calvers, after 1530, they're four to six years old, all solid mouth, preg checked and guaranteed bred, seven to eight months to sonder up Charlet bulls from McGowan Cattle in McCool Junction, Nebraska. Also selling 14 Angus Charlet Red Angus bred cows, these are the fall calvers, they also weigh 1530, they're preg checked, guaranteed bred at three to four and a half months to Charlet bulls. They're four to six years old, also from McGowan Cattle in McCool Junction, Nebraska. 16 Angus Charlet bred cows, three to six months, bred back to Black Angus bulls, three to five years old, average 1150, good bags and feet from Williams Farms in Sparta, Missouri. 21 Angus Charlet Red Angus Stockers, nine steers, 12 heifers, 60 plus days wean, they average 535, they've got Bogashiel Gold 5, Vision 7, and Worm from McGowan Cattle in McCool Junction, Nebraska. Featured hay lots include 30 bales of large round alfalfa, third and fourth cutting five by six bales. They weigh 1,400 pounds and net wrap from VP Farms in Winnebago, Illinois. 34 large round bales of brome fescue mix. They're four by fives. They weigh 1,150 net wrap from Choctaw Cattle in West Union, Illinois. And a full semi-truck load, 756 small square alfalfa orchard bales. It's 80% alfalfa, cut at 30% bloom. Ton of leaf retention on this hay. Bales weigh 45 pounds from Schoenenburn Farms in Pawpaw, Illinois. Bidding is currently live, but all lots will sell the morning of Wednesday, March 1st. Got cattle to sell? Regular online cattle auctions the first and third Wednesday of every month. Hay sales every Wednesday on LivestockMarket.com and AuctionTime.com. Before we say fairly well an update from Luke Keller, Keller Broken Heart Ranch, we brought you their story last week. Uh, Luke, a correction and clarification you wanted to make. Now, you do not have feed efficiency on the bulls at this time, but sure darn believe in the data. Right. Yeah, we don't have individual feed efficiency data on the bulls in our sale, but we've had our genetics participate in different feed efficiency 
trials and data. And we believe in the technology and think it's really important for the industry as a whole. What I would really like to do is get some efficiency data on our steers. Um, in the past, we've been at a feedlot that actually did have uh, feed efficiency data. This year, we actually changed feedlots, though, where we're finishing our steers at. It's something that the this new feedlot we're at is talking about building a, a, some new pans and a barn, potentially, and, and maybe putting in their own grow-safe system to to be able to compile some data, but I think it'd probably benefit if we could get some steer data. Luke, I want to change gears on you just real quick. Let's talk about your upcoming bull sale. Now, do you have a backup date if the weather just turns really sour, (laughs) or or is it going to be, you know what, we're going to go on with this because we've got DV auction and and we've got abilities for people to bid and buy from afar. So, So what do we do if the weather turns against us? Yeah, so that was a, a really good question because it made me think, boy, I wonder if we've got a storm date listed in our catalog. Or <laughs> right. Not. And lo and behold, we don't. Yeah, I just pulled up the long range forecast and it looks like it's upper 30s uh, uh, that week and that things are, are going to be cleared out and really nice. We've had our sale before where we've had, you know, half a foot of snow the night before and still went on with it, you know, with DV auction these days. Um, pretty, uh, good insurance policy against bad weather you know it looks like go on on a hitch on march 2nd so in addition to the marketing representatives from various different livestock publications that will be on site marty Rob with allied genetic resources will be there as well to answer questions so give him a call any of the crew and they'll be able to point you in the direction that you need now luke wanted me to also mention that as we speak head to the website kbhrsemental.com they've got the updated scrotal measurements on all the bulls and frame scores are there as well so kbhrsemental.com luke thank you for the update and good luck on your upcoming sale thursday march 2nd and now that's going to put a wrap on it for today a big thank you from our crew to yours starting out jim jensen with Lucky 7 Angus, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Luke Keller with Keller Broken Heart Ranch for the update that we just heard from, and Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Keller Broken Heart Ranch, Pharmatan, and I'm a Gene Ingredients, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources. Call them with any questions, by the way. LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We've got updates throughout the week on our social media. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7 at 707 Ranch 20, that's 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.